Hello, I'm Julie B. Elland, and I am a psychotherapist and HSP consultant, and I've been specializing in the trait of high sensitivity for many years, and I've worked with thousands of HSPs globally around the world. And I wanted to give you a little bit of information about the course that I have. It's an eight-week program, and it was developed out of my work with HSPs. Uh, I am myself an HSP, so I understand how challenging it can be at times to be so sensitive and emotional, and I really wanted to understand why we had these particular challenges, so I learned a lot about the particular differences in the HSP brain, and that gave me an opportunity to develop this program and it's based on what works for the HSP brain. So that's different than what most, most programs do where, you know, the most programs are kind of developed for the other 80% and we are the 20%. So because of our brain differences, I developed methods that work based on how we experience the world and what our particular brains are doing. So some of what we do is talk about um, our, our particular limbic system and uh, you know why we get we have an overly activated amygdala for example and that creates that fight flight freeze part where our brain doesn't always understand that we're not actually in danger so it sends out signals to to release adrenaline and that's when we notice our heart racing and what's important to understand is that it, I, you kind of think of it as having two parts of your brain. There's the emotional brain and there's the cognitive brain. When the emotional brain is activated, the cognitive brain kind of goes to sleep. And the, within the cognitive brain is where you have rational thought and facts and information. Whereas in the emotional brain, you are trapped in emotion, irrational thought. You can lose focus, lose access to memory. That's where we can get very reactionary and, and even have uh, meltdowns, for example. Um, so we even talk about the sensory experiences. A lot of HSPs don't realize that you know some of the extreme irritability you might have on particular days or even moments when you feel like you're angry, for example, sometimes that's actually sensory triggering, um, that the sensory system has been triggered. Because remember, this is a trait that's called sensory processing sensitivity. So you have sensitivity in in, in your sensory experience, for example. There are so many gifts to the trait, and it's really part of my mission to help HSPs recognize these gifts. A lot of times we don't realize that we are very special in these kinds of ways. You know, we can, for example, read facial expressions and body cues that up to 80% of the population misses. We're incredibly empathic, compassionate, some of the most compassionate people. Uh, we can be very creative and artistic, it's just that so much of uh, the sensitivities living in the world that we live in today can really cover up those gifts. So it's part of my mission to help you find them. The biggest challenge for most highly sensitive people is having an overly activated emotional brain. This impacts us in all areas of our life. To put it simply, there are two parts of our brain, the emotional, irrational part of our brain and the cognitive thinking part of our brain. When our emotional brain is overly activated, our cognitive brain basically goes to sleep. This sets us up 
a system that prepares our brain for the fight or flight response, which is meant to protect us. But for most highly sensitive people, especially those scoring high on my sensitivity scale, experience an overactivation of that emotional brain, which causes lots of different problems. Uh, we can experience the following symptoms when we are when we have too much activation in our emotional brain and not enough support from our cognitive brain. Feelings of anxiety, uh, activated fight-flight response. You get that feeling like you want to run or hide or fight. Uh, it's an icky internal feeling. Irrational emotional messages that feel right in the moment but are not accurate. Uh, adrenaline surges that cause a racing heart and shaky feeling, plus lots of uh, chronic conditions develop and worsen when this happens too often. Uh, increased sensitivity and emotional reactions, difficulty thinking clearly, focusing and concentrating, inability to access memories or take in new information, increased agitation, irritation or anger, feelings of panic, feelings of overwhelm, uh, stomach aches, headaches, sleeplessness, loss of creativity, and an overwhelming feeling of just being really stuck in life in general. When we experience symptoms of anxiety, for example, our brain is responding to the fact that it believes we are in real danger. It feels awful affecting every aspect of our lives, causing us to lose sleep, feel overwhelmed, experience physical symptoms that cause us lots of problems like headaches, migraines, digestive issues, stomach aches. Um, our brain responds to a stressor the way it would if we were actually in danger, even though we're not. So while anxiety can be a normal experience for most people, it can be elevated for a sensitive person. For example, our stress levels may go up a lot when we have to meet new people, go for a job interview, speak in public, attend a social gathering, go to a new school or, or an event, be around crowds. Um, sometimes it even happens when we are un unable to even pinpoint the exact cause of our anxiety. Understanding the emotional brain. What's happening in the brain when our cognitive brain has gone to sleep? There is an almond-shaped part of our brain called the amygdala that gets activated when our brain thinks that there's something it's supposed to protect us from. Its job is to help us run away if we're in danger or fight to protect ourselves, which is why it's referred to as the fight or flight response. When the amygdala receives a signal that you're in danger, it sends signals to your body to release adrenaline, certain other hormones, and even more oxygen gets put into your muscles so your body can defend itself. You know, in other words, you're able to run away or fight. It happens so fast that we don't even realize it's happening. Remember, this is not the thinking part of your brain, so it doesn't know when you're in real danger or when you just perceive a threat. It can even be if somebody's cutting you off in traffic or perhaps somebody's criticized you or you made a mistake. Then your brain responds as if your lion is about to attack you. It doesn't know the difference. If you were about to be attacked or hurt, your amygdala does a, a wonderful job of preparing your body for defense. But research shows that HSPs have a more activation in their amygdala. So we spend even more time in an activated defensive brain state than most people. The problem with the amygdala is that it can't tell the difference between something that might actually hurt you or something that won't. And maybe you're just under high stress. 
if you don't need to fight or run, then the amygdala has flooded you with adrenaline, other stress hormones, and sent out oxygen into your muscles that you don't even need or use. And as these build up, you are overwhelmed with the feeling of being anxious, shutting down that cognitive part of your brain. Increased oxygen effects. During a perceived threat, our brain sends signals to slow down our breathing so that the oxygen can be used for our muscles to run or fight, causing a shallow type of breathing pattern. That's why we may feel out of breath or even feel a sense of flushing in our faces if we don't use it for fighting or fleeing, then the oxygen builds up in our, it, it builds up and causes carbon dioxide to drop, which can give us that dizzy, overwhelmed feeling. Our heart starts to beat faster too in order to move all the increased oxygen throughout our bodies. A racing heart often makes us feel sick and dizzy as well. With all this extra unused fuel, our muscles can tense up. And as our bodies start to overheat, we can start to sweat to cool ourselves down. Some of the digestive effects. Our bodies start to prioritize what they need available during a threat and what can be shut down in order to conserve energy and our digestive systems get affected because the fuel that our bodies need to digest food isn't needed for fighting or fleeing and is therefore perceived as being wasted. This is why we might get that familiar butterfly sensation in our stomach, have digestive problems, feel nauseous, or even vomit. A lot of sensitive people have digestive issues, and this is one of the reasons having this constantly activated is a problem. Now, bypassing the emotional brain overactivation. It's pretty remarkable how our bodies shut down what they think we don't need in order to uh, preserve more energy for our muscles so to fight faster or, or harder or to run. The problem is that there's no real threat. Our bodies don't use that extra fuel well, and that actually leaves us feeling quite bad physically and emotionally. I think it's helpful to understand what the brain is doing and why we experience the feelings we have when we're stressed or anxious. By understanding what's happening, we can work on ways to prevent it. So the brain training program I've developed helps us turn our cognitive brain back on, even allowing us to bypass the alarm bells when we don't need them. This means that we don't have to go through that physical and emotional you know, feelings that feel so bad to us, all those symptoms. When our stress levels are very high on a daily basis, we're too close to overactivating our emotional system. So it becomes nearly impossible to bypass it. Fortunately, there's tools that can teach us how to lessen our daily stress and therefore be more successful at getting out of and bypassing this emotional system that's taken over. And it's quite easy to train your brain to activate calming centers and that actually deactivates stress centers because they can't be activated at the same time. So my brain training for the highly sensitive person, my program teaches you specific tools to keep in balance. It's, re it's really remarkable how helpful it is to feel in control when you need it. Your health improves, you sleep better, you feel calm instead of reactive, your relationships improve, you're more creative and have brain space to live in balance and find meaning in your life. And this is quite easy to do with the techniques that I've developed, especially for the way you experience the world. Most programs are created for the people without the trait of high sensitivity. 
And this one is created especially for highly sensitive people and the way you and your brain experiences the world. And I really want you to know that you can live in balance and truly thrive as a sensitive person. Most uh, HSPs who take my program start to notice a difference within the first two weeks. And these skills and techniques that you learn for your sensitive system, they stay with you for a lifetime. So that's something that's quite incredible, that once you learn these skills, you actually can train your brain for a lifetime. And I really hope that this information helps you. It's my mission to get sensitive people thriving in the world because you make a difference in the world and you're important. Hope that this was helpful for you. Bye-bye. See much more in related article.